Good morning. You're listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. Thank you for listening this morning. I hope you are having a great day. I'm Jill Lowry, and I'm here today to talk to you about, again, how we can grow our faith and our relationship with Jesus Christ. And I'm bringing in people that come in and talk to me about their relationship with Jesus and who Jesus is to them and why they love him so much. And so last week, you may have had the privilege of listening to my interview with Gina Butler. And she's an author and a teacher and a speaker and has a ministry of her own. Well, today, I'm interviewing her daughter, Callie Lee, and I'm excited for her to come in. She's in her 30s and just so vibrant and and just ready to share and point people to Jesus, and she's just excited. And so I'm excited to interview her and talk to her about some questions that I have about how to relate to people in her generation and, and what they need right now. So before we get started, I just really would like to invite you to sit back and relax. Grab your favorite cup of coffee and then grab those Bibles. But most importantly, grab a hold of Jesus because he is the only one that can bring this Bible to life for you. Dear Heavenly Father, we know that you are the word and you love us so much. You've given so much to us and done so much for us. So Lord, show us what we can do to continue seeking more of you and serving you and following you. Lord, just be with us and help us. Open our eyes. Show us who we need to speak to. Show us those people that you want us to minister to, to love, to care about. And Lord, just bring them into our presence. And so, Lord, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for who you are. And Lord Jesus, we just love you with all of our heart. We know that when we seek you with all of our hearts, that we will find you. So, Lord, thank you. Thank you. And we just love you and we praise your holy name. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I would like to introduce a great friend of mine now. I feel like I know her because we've been talking. I've been talking to her mother and she's just so sweet. Her name is Callie Lee. So good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having us. You are welcome. And first of all, this podcast and being on the radio and all is not new to you. Well, I mean, in the last year, I guess. You've broken into that podcast. My time on the radio before that was probably in the mascot suit um, when I was in high school is the only other time I've had on broadcast. Yes. So, so well, it's kind of fun, isn't it? It is. We it have is a good fun. time. Yeah. Well, so what I wanted to talk to you about, I interviewed your mom last yes. week. Yes. She's amazing. She's amazing. She? <laughs> she really is. And I just love it. And you all do ministry together. We and do. man, that is so special. Yes. That's actually a dream of mine to yes. be able to do that with my daughter. So yeah. how did this come about? Well, Tell me the story. Well, okay. So you... You can go back and listen to the story of how mom wrote the Bible study, right, which turned into a book. And she mentioned that no one knew she was writing a book. And it's true. She didn't even tell me. And we are so close. And she didn't even tell me. And actually, at the time, I was having my son. So I was a little preoccupied. You were distracted. But I always pick on her because if you get the hard copy of her book, it doesn't have a table of contents. And I always tell her, if you would have told 
on me that you were writing a book. <laughs> you would have made sure you yeah. had a table of Well, hey, the next one. The next one. You I'll make sure the next one. Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of came on at the end. But, no, I was a part of the group um, that she taught the Bible study to to begin with. And um, that has just been an amazing group, an amazing experience to have that intimate relationship with each other and then also see how um, God moves in everybody's lives and, you know, get to know the the vulnerable side of things. Mm -hmm. Um, I think today we don't have near as many intimate relationships like Mm -hmm. that. Um, Well, because we can do everything by text. Oh, yeah. We don't do a lot of (laughs) face-to-face meetings, do we? No, It seems like, you know, how many people did you text today versus see face-to-face? Yeah. But it's so, just yeah, hard. But I got I to be a part of that original group. Aww. And then, um, so my involvement really started after she had written the book. The publishing company um, was helping her, like, turning into an audio book and turning it, um, like, doing some marketing and mm-hmm. everything. And so she had purchased a website from them, actually. I don't really tell this story very often, but um, she purchased a website and we got it in and she was just kind of at my house randomly and we looked at it and it was awful, Jill. It was like the worst website I've ever looked at. And I was like, mom. But they did it for you though, right? She had to pay for it, okay? Oh, yeah. This was a service. And I was like, this is, we need to call these people right away. This is not going to work. What was bad about it? Everything. Everything that could be bad about a website was bad. Because, I mean, I knew like... I knew the website needed to be kind of like her jumping off point because I knew like she had this Bible study in a book form, but she was still teaching us. By this time, we were on like our third series. Right. So I knew she was going to have more content to go out there. So anyway, long story short, I said, Mom, this is not going to work. We're going to have to pay somebody else or something's going to go. And she was like, my dad at the time, he said, why don't you try, just try to design something you would like. Like you design the website and see yeah, if you can make idea. it work. And I'm like, okay, sure, Dad. I'll try my best with a two-month-old at the time. But I did, and um, so I got involved, and I helped her create the website. And then from there, um, I guess I just have kind of stuck. We did – she mentioned that she taught the Zoom. Mm -hmm. And when she taught the Zoom, she taught it by herself, and I was just kind of off to the side, and I would run, like – I made the PowerPoints for her and that kind of thing. But then when we moved to Facebook Live, she said, I really want you to sit with me and talk with me um, because – you you bring a practical side of things right. that sometimes you know she does all the preparation she does all the historical background to it and so sometimes she gets really deep into it and I'll I'll kind of bring her back and like oh well how could we apply this to our life today so that's kind of how we got together yeah. and now we just stuck we couldn't get we couldn't yeah. get separated I know I love that <laughs> it's so special so what have you learned through your mother and her example? Oh, everything. I mean, you know, I was we I was raised to love the Lord. I was raised mm-hmm. to put him first. I'm very very privileged and fortunate that God gave me the parents that Aww. I have because they have always been um, you know, and they'll admit their faults, but they've always been pointing towards Christ. Yes. You know, that's that's what as a family, our goal was always to honor and glorify yeah. Him. I mean, it didn't matter. You know, my brother and I played sports. We did other activities. Like, we knew those were fun things to do, but our overall goal was always mm-hmm. to honor Him. And she has just always been that um, that person that I can look to 
and she'll be honest with me about when things are hard or when they're easy, Mm -hmm. but she also always has that pure heart of following him. Mm -hmm. So that's so beautiful. And the most important thing. Yes. Your parents taught you. Yeah. And you're living it out because you've seen them living it out. Yeah. And now you have children of your own. Yes. I have um, a little girl starting kindergarten. Lillian is her name. Lillian Jane. And then I have a son who is three. His name is Tex. I Tex love that. Nicholas, yes. So his his father, my husband, <laughs> yeah. he um, they have generations of the same initials. Okay. And so we had to stick with those initials and Tex won out on the oh, name selection. So, so, that's so cute. I love they it. know where he's from. That's right. And <laughs> anybody will say, you know, they'll see if I have a Longhorn Cup or something. They're like, oh, you, you're a Longhorn fan? I'll always say, my son's name is Tex. Oh, like, that's so cute. Of course I'm a Longhorn yeah. fan. Well, I went to UT as well. That's so right. So we have that in common. That's right. We're Longhorn Look fans. Look horns. Yes. <laughs> Well, so you probably have um, just seen your mom in action as well. Yes. And so I love how you're like, okay, I want to join her. I need to do this. And, and, and wow, how you've grown oh, in yes. your faith. A lot, a lot. Just by being present and helping her. And now she told me you're her handler. Oh, yes. So, <laughs> well, she, you know, we're all a little bit bossy in our family. Yes. And bossy, so, bossy, <laughs> yes. You're she that bossy it, Martha. You know what? She she calls it bossy flossy. I don't know where that yeah. came yeah, from. Yes, that's in her book. Yes. I remember reading and that. And so she taught me how to be bossy. Yeah. And so someone has to yeah. kind of, she gets so excited. You know, we, we get very passionate about the Lord and mm-hmm. His work. And so I'm just I call myself the aesthetic worker. I'm just trying to make it where it's yeah. it's it's pleasing to the eye or to the ear. Yes. You know, I try to produce our podcast the best I can. But what it's is funny. your degree in? Sorry, um, I have a psychology degree. Okay, well that helps. Yes, it? a little bit, but, but you I just do not have, have giftings have, and yeah. You know, design. my dad always taught me that you can you can figure something out if you right, wanted like to. That. You know, just like him encouraging me to write, to do that website. Yeah. It never occurred, you know, the way he he brought us up. It was, you know, if you want to try something, go for it, and you can learn how to do it. And so, oh wow, I love that. Yeah. Instead of, you know, you can't do it. Yeah. You can do it. Well, yeah. and they really gave us the idea of like it's okay to fail. It's okay to mm-hmm. not be the best at it when you first start out. Right. But because you learn. Yeah. And you grow. Yeah. Yeah. So he he is a master of all trades as well, and mm-hmm. he really has been a good example of just. Um, you know, enjoying what the Lord has provided for you and enjoying learning new things, you know, so. Awesome. Now tell me, what is the name of your podcast? Oh, our podcast, which took a lot of discussing. No, I bet. We we picked the name pretty quickly. We chose Mom and Me Talk Jesus. I just love that name. I just love it. That was was fun. We had a lot of names to pick from, but my aunt helped us choose Mm -hmm. that one. So So what is this pod? Obviously, you're talking Jesus. Yes. But tell me a little bit about... Well, okay, so it kind of started... So we have the Facebook Live where we Mm -hmm. teach um, the Bible studies that Mom writes. Okay. And um, those are always great times, but um, we don't really have a lot of time to like dive really deep. It's not... I mean, it is conversational, but it's more mom is really teaching. Right. You right. know, and, and I'll interject. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people can ask us questions, but usually they don't, you know, or if they do, we don't have time to stop and, and talk about it. So I asked mom, um, you know, could we please try to make a podcast? And people ask me all the time, like, can you turn the videos from Facebook Live into a podcast? Yeah. People like podcasts. Yes. That's and I mean, I listen to them all the time. Mm-hmm when I'm doing laundry and that kind of thing. So I, I begged her and pleaded her and she came, what is it? 
feet dragging. What is it the saying yeah, that people gonna, say? Yeah. <laughs> and she said, okay, Kicking fine. and screaming. Kicking and screaming, yes. yes. She said, fine, of course, we will. So we tried our hand at it. And the first podcast we made was just the story like she shared with you last week. Mm-hmm. The story of how we got started. The story mm-hmm. of how the book came about. The testimony, yeah. yeah. And then the next podcast we did was um, kind of a, a jump off of the Bible study we had taught before. We just dug a little bit deeper into the, sto- the story that she had taught. So mm-hmm. we went further and um, answered some questions that some viewers had had and that kind of thing. So now we have kind of that series, and then I am able now to um, turn those Facebook Live into a podcast form. So we have okay. both of those now. They take a little bit longer, but... Um, so now they're both available for listening because a lot of people my age wanted that format. Um, you know, they liked the content on Facebook Live, but they didn't want to have to leave their Facebook app open or yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's just easier to do it. Yeah, on podcasts. the podcasts are the way to go. That's what I've found. These shows actually go on podcasts mm-hmm. after they're aired, and it's people just enjoy easier, that. Yeah. And you can share the link, mm-hmm. and you know, you can put it on your Facebook page mm-hmm. and your mm-hmm. website. And all yeah. That. So I think we have now. I, th- I want to say we have one, two, three, four, six Episode. episodes. Good. Yeah. Well, and you'll keep getting more and more. And we already have a five-star review. So Well, good. And, and also, it's not a family member. I don't know who it is. but Aww, that makes you feel good, those reviews. <laughs> I always have to say, like, that's yeah. not a family member. Oh, I know. Isn't that funny? <laughs> <laughs> this is not a paid actor. This okay, so are you going to write a book? Oh, no, 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 no. That's I will not, not be writing a book. I am mom's biggest cheerleader and she does an amazing job of writing the bible study i even um you know of course i handle her instagram and all that stuff yeah. and i'll send her a picture that i've made and i'll say okay make the caption because yes. i am not the I'm writer the, of yeah. the group that's so funny my daughter does the same for me mm-hmm. she'll like make the some of the instagram mm-hmm. make the content and then but I, I cannot do the caption yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go ahead and, and then sometimes it's so funny we'll we'll bicker back and forth i'll be like that's way too long okay yeah, yeah. go Scroll on Instagram for a yeah. little bit and realize yeah. that this is three yeah, thousand. I know. Longer. Yeah, shorter is better. Shorter is better, yeah, especially mom. on Instagram. The hashtags. <laughs> okay, so you were in your thirties. Yes. Gosh, I'm trying to remember back. You know, when I was in my thirties. Oh, the last time. week, right? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Where you just um, you're you know busy with family, having your children, and you said you played tennis. I, I do. Used to do that. You have mm-hmm. time for for interacting with other women and. So tell me, what um, does your generation want right now as far as how can we reach them? Yeah, I think it's kind of a, it's a really great question, by the way. And it's one that we talk about a lot because Mm -hmm. we have such a varying age, a group that watches us. Um, You know, we broadcast on Facebook Live, but a lot of people that, um, you know, I play tennis with and stuff, they don't even look on their Facebook much anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... It is um, kind of it's a different it's a different way nowadays. Like I told mom earlier, I said you know nine times out of ten, I'd rather somebody send me a text message than call me. Right, and, that's and, that your generation. <laughs> I know I don't want to talk on the phone. I yeah. just want to. Well, you don't a text have message. time. It's like yeah. y'all are busy with. Well, your and you know day. what else? I think a lot of it is is um, how much 
anxiety is prevalent today Mm -hmm. that if you text me and say hey I need to call you right quick I'm going to be so worried about what it is that's so important to talk on the phone about that you can't just text me right because that's the thing if it's a phone conversation it's very too important and you you don't know how long you'll Mm -hmm. be tied up and all but I think I mean I think women and Mm -hmm. men too are still searching connection and searching for those relationships I think they just kind of have to be um persuaded in other you know like Mm -hmm. um you know coffee with a friend or lunch with a friend that kind Mm -hmm. of thing but it less fewer and fewer people are going to like women's bible studies every week you know i mean when i grew up we were at the church sunday morning sunday evening wednesday Mm -hmm. evening and then whatever activity they had coming up we were there too you know and that's that's not really the way it is anymore you know mm-hmm. so so really podcasts are a good way yeah to I think and, and then um you know I was listening to your other episode where um I think her name was Tammy was talking about mm-hmm. the one-on-one yes um administering the person in front of you at that moment and yeah. I, I really think that that is I think that's the way that Jesus taught us you Amen. know he yeah. he discipled his disciples one-on-one and the discipleship came before the salvation piece. You know, you have right. to show them who Jesus is before you can ask them if they want to accept him. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. good point. I like that. And and really love them. Yeah. You know, show them. Love, love them where they are. are. You yes. know, I think a lot, a lot of people today, um, if you say, well, I'm a Christian and I go to church. Do you go to church? Sometimes they'll just look at you like, like whoa. And then the wall goes up, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think you have to show them first that you love them for who they are. And you may not agree with everything they decide to do, but you can see Mm -hmm. the person and you can see the sin separately, you know. Right. Well, do you attend church? Yes. Yes. Um, Well, of course, I go to house church with mom. We live Uh next door. So we love house church. But then we also go to a Baptist church in Tyler called um, South Spring. We're members there and our kiddos go to the preschool there kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, but, you know, like I say, there's 1,200 members of that church, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, I was a part of the motherhood group and all that other stuff, but still my age it's so easy to you make the small talk with the people that sunday morning and then not speak to them again till the next sunday you know Mm -hmm. so it's it's a lot more of intentional relationships Mm -hmm. do you have like meetings like maybe weekly meetings or monthly meetings with group women we i did i did their motherhood program okay yeah they have like a moms of preschoolers kind of thing and um, we had speakers come and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing and it was fun but even then that was probably 70 women Mm -hmm. you know and Mm -hmm. it was still very surface level because it was just for an hour every two weeks kind of thing you know Mm -hmm. so i think really the most of the fruit that i see from like interacting with people and seeing how god moves in their life is those can those um chance meetings or divine appointments where god will put somebody in front of you you know that you're playing tennis with or that you go to the grocery store and see them Mm -hmm. you know those kind of moments i feel like are um i don't know seem more to me than just you know, we're going to go to the same meeting and we're going to sit by each other kind of thing. Right, so. right. So the one-on-one, mm-hmm. I think that is, they like that. And to ask questions. Yes. I, I feel like your generation asks a lot of questions, which is good. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and hopefully we have a good answer. <laughs> you know, the answer to every question. 
It's Jesus. <laughs> I tell people, if you want to know the answer, it's Well, and Jesus. my husband you picks know. on me because I have this, I don't know, it's a strange trait where people will just tell me their life story. I have that too. And it is so weird. And but. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And, and Todd, my husband, he, he will just die laughing because we'll be on a date somewhere or something and he'll leave me alone for 15 minutes. And then all of a sudden me and this girl have, <laughs> you know, gone through all of her background and, yeah. you know, whatever. But I, I feel like the Lord mm-hmm. reveals more to me in those mm-hmm. moments of how mm-hmm. to be brave for him and strong and courageous yeah. and continue to, you know, even because it's awkward at times when you're with someone that may not love the Lord, you know, it's, it's awkward to reveal your heart to them. You know what I've done that helps me is I, I just, you know, listen to them and then say, well, can I pray for you? Mm -hmm. Can I pray for like, if they're telling me about a situation Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and most of the time, they're like, yes. yes. Yeah. And that just opens a door that yeah. only God can open. Exactly. Because then you and, start opening your heart to the Lord, yeah. and He's the one that that right. shows you what to say. Yeah, yeah. And keeping those connections and checking on them. I'm mm-hmm. sure you, you do that time mm-hmm. and time again, check on people mm-hmm. and, and update with them. Well, um, raising children today. Yeah. How <laughs> it's oh. got to be hard. But in the same time, you know, God uses what is kind of bad for good yeah you know things that might be happening externally mm-hmm. to for teaching moments and to grow mm-hmm. so big challenges huh but, yeah there and but, there's a lot of um you know we say social media is so great for so many things but then there's also just mom and i say it's like information overwhelm yeah and mm-hmm. um i was always a very good student in school um I always wanted to, to be my best, and I memorized facts well. I have a psychology degree. So when I became a parent, I thought, well, you know, I've got all the information I need, right? But um, the Lord continued to reveal to me and through my mother who said, the baby didn't read the book, okay, that you yes, read. The baby yeah. didn't read baby-wise. You have to rely on God for every moment that you go through. And I think that's one of the things that he's teaching me about parenting is that you can't you can't live your life um, out of a textbook or out of what everybody else says is the right way to do because it changes so quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, just in the one generation, mom was told to put her baby to sleep on its belly, and I was right. told to put it to sleep on my back. You know, yeah. and I'm someone that struggles with that um, disconnect, like. I want to know what is the right way. I want to know the the black and white, you know. And so when there's a gray area, I really have to rely on the Lord to reveal, Mm -hmm. okay, I want you to do it this way, you know. Right. And And step out in faith. Yeah, and what His plan is for your family. Yes, yes. Yes. Well, it sounds like that you are really um, involved with your children's life and engaged with, you know, what they're doing and your parents. And, I mean, wow. Just doing it all right. <laughs> oh well, if it's right, it's because yes. the Lord did it. It's not because of yes. my own doing, for sure. But it doesn't mean that we don't go through challenges That's and right. seasons. Have you had a season of time in your life where really it was kind of that maybe a really challenging hard time, and yeah. you know that God brought you through it? Could you share an example? Oh sure. Um, I would say probably most recently a time I could look for is um, we suffered a a miscarriage before Mm -hmm. we had our children and um, it was very difficult then because I was someone that always grew up in church I I felt like as long as I can remember I've known the Lord you know and so this is a time when um, it becomes 
real when you're when you're hurting like that I, my first instinct was not to converse with the Lord I didn't want to turn to him yeah. I wanted to uh, do it on my own you know yeah. I thought this this must be my fault right that's one of my uh, traits is I like to think it's my fault and so when I thought that and then when I, I wanted to just turn away from him because I was mad about the situation um, the Lord used people in my life to, to speak truth to me and, and say, you know, he is the creator of the universe and he can handle you being mad at him. Mm-hmm. And he can handle whatever it is that your heart is feeling right now. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, he drew me to him back. And that was such a, um, just a sweet time to feel close to him and to to feel like I could share in his suffering for a moment, you know, because God the Father watched his son yes, perish for yes, our own good. Yeah. And so for me to have suffered that loss of a child, I could kind of relate to that. And um, he just grew my faith in that to understand that even though we suffer for a little bit, um, it's so that we can can know him more and experience his love more. Mm-hmm. So, Wow, yeah, I... I really can relate to that and it's a hard time it is didn't you feel like why me yeah you said you blamed yourself yeah it just seemed like everyone you knew was pregnant yes and I and I look back now on it and I kind of struggle with that because when you get into the chaos of of raising kids you you kind of forget for a Mm -hmm. little bit and and the Lord will you know bring things back to my memory of of that time but I, I love to go back and look through my prayer journals and and read how he redeemed those things. Yes. You know, yes. those, because I was always worried about, well, okay, now that I've had one miscarriage, am I going to have another one or mm-hmm. am I going to have, and we did have trouble um, getting pregnant again. Um, so we had to go through some procedures with our doctors and stuff like that. And the Lord, through every step of the way, was there and faithful. And mm-hmm. he grew my marriage and he grew my relationships with my family. And, what was bad he he turned to good you know he and, does uh, that yeah he just does that i love it yes but others meant for harm yeah he turns for good yeah what about um time in your 20s was oh, that a yes. rough time or did you uh, well we had talked about this before we started but um the first year i went off to college i, I share this with like face-to-face people but i've never really shared it online but um, I was diagnosed with obsessive compulsive disorder, which if you're not familiar with it, you probably have seen like Monk, the TV show Monk, where he has OCD. And a lot of people think that it's, oh, you just want your pins to be straight or you just want your house to be tidy. But really it's an, it's an anxiety disorder. Mm. And so, um, you know, growing up as someone that has loved the Lord always, I thought that I could control my own emotions and my own thoughts you know, well, if I could just pray a little bit harder, I, I won't feel anxious about it, right? Because right? right. the Bible says, um, don't worry about anything, pray right. about everything. Right. And he will give you the peace that passes understanding. Well, I'm sitting here praying and I'm still feeling like yeah. I can't breathe. like, yes, And I'm yes. still really worried about this one thing. So mm-hmm. my parents were great at recognizing when things were off. And um, they got me in to be diagnosed for that. And he helped me understand that everyone deals with what are called intrusive thoughts. Everyone deals with these thoughts that are just out of nowhere, random, but they are 
but to someone that has OCD, they are very disturbing and very um, jolting. Mm -hmm. And so what happens in the OCD brain is they catch that thought and then they just hold on to it. And they Mm -hmm. think, well, if I can think about it a little bit longer, maybe I can work it out. Or if I could distract myself with the compulsion, then I could get, you know, get over this obsession over the thought. So I went through that in my early 20s. And um, the Lord immediately, once I was diagnosed, I shared it with our pastor at the time. And he said, I want you to read Ephesians. I want you to read it from front to back. And I said, okay. And I began reading it and I, the Lord started showing me that he has given, given me every spiritual blessing that I needed right at the point of salvation. He gave me everything I needed. I didn't have to do anything else once it was done. And so he began to work in my heart and also show me how to take those lies that I was starting to believe, those intrusive thoughts, those scary moments when I thought, oh, am I going to drop off the road? Like, do I want to do that? Do mm-hmm. I really want to mm-hmm. do that? And he would show me how to take that lie and rebuke it and say, I, I denounce the lie that I want to do that. I know I do not want to do that. I denounce a lie and I declare the truth that you created me with every spiritual blessing and that you are here with me and you are working with me. And then I would just usually quote scripture, whatever scripture applied to it. And so it really grew my faith to look for those truths and how mm-hmm. they apply to our lives mm-hmm. and how they can, you know, every every step of the way. You could go back in my prayer journal and see all the different scriptures that he brought to light that go with every intrusive thought. Wow. And so that's that's what I did. And you were healed. Well, I'm not going to say I was healed because I still, I mean, and people still deal with intrusive thoughts. Right. That's, that's, well, that's not going to go away. That's with everyone. Yeah. I mean, because the but, enemy puts a lot of these thoughts. Exactly. In a, and we but start you know believing what? the lies. The Lord did show me that they're, they don't have the power anymore, I guess. I yes. wouldn't say that yes. because there was a moment when I would be disappointed. Like, well, why do I still think these things? Yeah. I wish I could show my... but. The Lord was the one to show me that those don't have the power anymore. That that's the enemy, and he's trying to muddy the waters, and he's trying to lie to us. And he is the truth, and he has the light. Mm-hmm. And as long as we look towards him, he can open our eyes to what is true and right. what's false. So. Right. And you had the inner strength that came from God. That's right. And I the mean, Holy he, Spirit within you. Mm-hmm. And he is faithful to continue to show us, like. The times that we get worried about, well, am I doing this right? Or mm-hmm. am I being a good Christian? Or am right. I doing the right thing with the ministry? He's faithful to always remind us that the only thing he asks us to do is believe in his son. Mm-hmm. That's all mm-hmm. he said. Believe in the one I have sent. Mm-hmm. That's in John. And I cling to that because I know without a shadow of doubt, I believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, and he can work everything else out. Yeah. You know, Definitely. Definitely. That's beautiful. And I was just thinking about that one prayer in Ephesians. It's Ephesians three fourteen through 19, about the prayer for spiritual strength. Mm-hmm. And so one thing I do is pray those prayers. Read that as a prayer and just really get that soaked in my heart. Well, and that's and, what that um, our teaching pastor did. He said, I want you to read Ephesians, but I want you to put your name in. Yes. Good. Every spot. Yeah, that, and there's some in chapter one, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are united with Christ without mm-hmm. fault in His eyes. It gave Him great pleasure for us to be a part of His yeah, family. Yeah. And when you personalize those things, 
Jesus becomes real yeah. to you. Well, as we close, and I thank you so much, Ooh, Kelly. Thank you for having so me. Sweet. It went by so fast. I know. It's like we could talk forever, <laughs> huh? Would you pray one of those prayers? Would you pick sure. one from Ephesians and just read it for us as a prayer and, and as we close? Yeah. Lord, we come before you today and we want to pray this prayer. We declare the truth that we were once dead because of our disobedience and our many sins, and we used to live in sin, just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, believing his lies. But all of us used to live that way and following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. But um, God, so rich in mercy and loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, He gave us life when He raised Christ from the dead. And it's only by God's grace that we have been saved. And Lord, we know that truth. We know that it's by Your grace that we can even take our first breath in the morning. And we are grateful for that because we know that we don't have the ability to do it on our own. I thank you so much for Jill and the work that she's doing here. And I pray for all those listening that you would be revealed to them and that their hearts would be open to you. We thank you for your son, Jesus, and it's in his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. If you would like to hear more episodes, simply search Real Life, Real People Radio on Apple, Google, and Podbean Podcast. And remember, every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyrighted 2023. All rights reserved. Real life, real people, real faith, Jesus the center, real life.